Hello, and welcome to the ARC Podcast. I'm Adam, and I'm here with Joy today, and we're talking with author Anne-Margaret of Sepien, who's the author of a new um, devotional coloring book called Restore My Soul. Thank you for joining us today, Anne-Margaret. We're excited to talk to you about this uh, really unique book. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became a writer? A couple of years into my studies, uh, I was really interested in science, and I actually studied chemistry in college. I realized that wasn't the right field for me. My heart wasn't really in it. Uh, I was kind of struggling with my studies, which I'd never done before. So I went through a couple of years of just trying to figure out what to do with my life, which had been really well planned out. Um, With the encouragement of my dad, who really saw, uh, I guess, some talent in the area of writing, I started to consider that. I ended up getting a a job at a magazine publisher. Uh, It was a trade magazine for new home construction and renovation. You know, I was just doing proofreading and typesetting way back then. But that helped me realize that, you know, I really belonged in the publishing world. I just loved it. It felt like a good fit. And then a few years later, I launched out on my own. I started my own home business. just doing copy editing, a bit of desktop publishing. But I started to get more and more writing assignments, and it just it just kind of grew from there. So at the end of this year, it'll actually be 20 years since I've been freelancing full-time. Oh. Uh, and, yeah, I've just had many opportunities to, to write. I never thought I would be uh, writing books, but um, this is actually my fourth one coming out, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that there's like this magical moment where people just become an author but a lot of people probably have similar stories to you where it's mm-hmm. just like a long career of different things over the years exactly mm-hmm. now um and margaret i'm curious about your inspiration specifically for this um coloring book and we know that coloring books have become a lot more popular as a genre, and Restore My Soul is a unique take on that because it has the spiritual side and the devotional side to it. So can you speak a little bit more about the inspiration for it and how this project specifically developed? Sure. Well, I was kind of into coloring books for adults a few years ago before it became trendy. It's just, you know, something I was always interested in when, I think when The Secret Garden came out, um, I was one probably one of the first people to buy it. But I wasn't actually coloring in it. I was doodling in it and, you know, just really pursuing that. And it gave me ideas for creating my own coloring pages. I would share them on Facebook and my friends really liked them. And people started to ask me when I was going to create my own coloring book. And I just thought, well, you know, that's very nice of them to say, but just, you know, didn't really take it seriously until one of my editors approached me and said, you really should do a coloring book. And I thought, well, okay, but, you know, I'm not primarily an illustrator. I'm, I'm a writer. Uh, and my heart has always been for writing um, articles or, or books that will really inspire people and, and bring them closer to the Lord. And I love writing devotionals. So I said, okay, I'll do it. But I really think that it, the book should include devotionals. Uh, and so that was a proposal that we put together. And, you know, Tyndale... Um, agreed that it would be a good idea to have 40 devotionals that are accompanied with coloring pages. And that's why I kind of joked earlier saying that we're going with devotional coloring book because we really want to emphasize that this is a devotional book. Uh, We're not just 
tacking on Bible verses or quotes to go with the coloring pages, but it was the devotionals that inspired the coloring pages. Um, and my hope is that, you know, this is something that's a little more meaningful um, than a book that only has coloring pages. As, you know, as valuable as those are, as enjoyable as they are, uh, I wanted to offer something that had just a little bit more meat to it, um, that after the devotionals are read and they move on to the coloring page, that they really have something that they can reflect on and pray about or um, just to, I guess, just to prolong the, or to extend the impact of the message of the devotional. Mm-hmm. So you said you were an early adopter to the coloring mm-hmm. book. I just got my first one uh, for Christmas. It's Star Wars, but uh, <laughs> we won't go into that. Uh, what do you think, uh, what attracted you to it when when you purchased yours, and what do you, what do you think attracts people to these books in general? Well, it's funny because I think I know that um, you know in the past, friends used to say that in their spare time, in their downtime, you know, wanting to do something creative, they would write. Um, and because that's my job, that's the last thing I want to do when I need downtime. And so I've always sort of gone towards arts and crafts, and um, and um, I guess I had I too had put aside the whole coloring idea, you know, since my childhood. Um, there was a time about 10 years ago where I just needed an outlet and I picked up, you know, a children's coloring book and colored and I thought, oh, this is really fun, but it was just a passing thing. Um, it was maybe too sim- too simplistic, the drawings, you know, um, but with the new ones for adults, uh, they're a lot more challenging, the images are really beautiful. Um, and I think the appeal is, you know, I think it's a couple of things. I think, first of all, there is that sort of um, idea of your your simple childhood, going back to those times and just remembering, you know, how simple life was and you could just <clears throat> lose yourself in a coloring book and, and forget everything else. So I think that's one of the draws. And then I think people are looking for ways to express themselves creatively and and coloring is actually an easy way to do that if you feel that you you know you're not really artistic well the art has already been created you you just you know all you have to do is fill in the colors so uh, it's a little less intimidating than learning a new skill Um, and it is relaxing Uh, it is a way to sort of slow down your brain and and um, you know just enjoy using color and and um, and it's instant gratification because, you know, even even before you complete the page, um, you know, you can enjoy um, the color that you're seeing in this pretty picture. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> yes, you certainly did. So it's okay. like this is both can be like a both creative outlet and then something to process and slow down and be with the exactly. Lord. And like you said, because as the devotional and the scripture, that's something that can prompt the meditation as you're doing it. And I know that just from coloring myself or doodling, it really does help me process things that I wouldn't otherwise, you know, things that have been pushed to the back of my mind because other things come up and our days are so busy that even just 15 minutes of using your hands um, can really help. So how do you see... um, 
this book as being maybe even an outreach tool for people who don't know Christ or are new believers, people who don't quite know how to spend time with God. Um, what are your thoughts on that? That's actually something I'm really excited to explore and to see um, how it can be used. And um, and that was one of the reasons I wanted it to be a devotional coloring book. I just thought this is such a great opportunity to um, to share your faith with someone who, you know, would love to have a coloring book, but maybe wouldn't pick up, you know, a regular devotional book that's only reading. Um, and this kind of brings the two together. I was actually intentional uh, in writing the devotionals to not write them in such a way that only someone who's already a Christian uh, would enjoy. And certainly, you know, that, uh, that was my main focus, but um, I thought, you know, there may be people who are sharing this with friends or, or siblings who are interested, but, you know, not necessarily church goers or people who read the Bible all the time. But, and so I tried to include devotionals and comments that included people who might, um, you know, just be interested at this point or, or curious. Um, and I think that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily, and, and this is a personal thing, of course, but um, I wouldn't make coloring or doodling or art the main focus of my quiet time. Uh, and I know that, you know, there may be people who do that. Um, I think that it's important to, you know, when I'm praying to just be praying or when I'm reading my Bible to just be reading my Bible. But I think that adding that element of creativity uh, can be really valuable. And, you know, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes or for the person who has more time, it could be, you know, another half hour or, or an hour. Uh, to me, it's a, it would be a compliment to my quiet time. Um, and, you know, as I said before, it's a really good way to keep my mind focused on the devotional for a little while longer. Because oftentimes we do our devotionals, we have our quiet time, and then we just go off, you know, and, and do whatever we need to do for the rest of the day. And I think that coloring is a really good way to just, you know, pause a little longer, um, meditate on what you've just read, or, or pray while you're coloring. Um, so, you know, my hope is that it enhances people's quiet times and just encourages them to just slow down a little, just a little bit longer, um, and, you know, use that time to, for creative expression, to talk to the Lord, or, um, sometimes I'll just put on worship music while I'm coloring and, and focus on the lyrics because, you know, I listen to worship music all the time, but if I'm busy doing something else, I can't really, it's just background music. Whereas when I'm coloring, I can really listen to the words and sing along and, and sort of be more, more prayerful. Mm. Yes. That, that'd be a great idea for the next uh, version to have a worship CD along with it. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, actually, that would be great. You have a playlist or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. So this is a unique book as an author. Did you learn anything about yourself as a writer or just yourself in general from working on this project? Well, I learned that it takes a very, very long time to create a detailed coloring page. <laughs> I have, I, I, I earned a lot of respect for artists who, who do this all the time. Um, you know, sometimes I think you may look at a coloring book and think, yeah, you know, I can do that. It's easy. Um, and when I sat down to, and I had, you know, done those before for friends and you know, for casual purposes, but um, to actually put together a good quality book, I realized it really, it really took a lot of time. 
Um, and but I mean, it was enjoyable. I I was able to develop my skills a little bit more. I learned more about drawing and lettering. So um, so there was that. You know, just I guess the technical or artistic aspect of of the things I learned. But uh, I also you know, it really challenged me to trust God when I wasn't sure what I was doing or or worrying about deadlines and things like that. And it was just a really interesting process of, um, of you know, going through that just really allowed me more time to, to meditate as I was drawing. In the same way that, you know, coloring gives the opportunity to, to meditate and, and be prayerful. I found I was experiencing that even as I was drawing uh, the illustrations, um, you know, I just had to really focus on the paper for, for several hours. And, and that was a really good time for me to, to connect with God, uh, about what I was doing and, and just, you know, and commit those illustrations to him and to pray for the people who would get the books. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, for like a more technical question for coloring or illustrating, do you have a preferred method, like, you know, utensil or medium of art, or do you like it all? Um, I do like it all, and, you know, I've been chatting about this with my nieces who are really into coloring and, and some friends, um, and, you know, sometimes it just depends on the day and how much time I have or how committed I am to working on a certain page. Uh, if I just need a quick fix, you know, markers are great because, uh, they fill up the space quickly, you get bold color, um, they're easy to use. Uh, but other times I want to, you know, if it's, if it's a drawing that I particularly like and I want it to be really beautiful, I might take more time and use, um, well, in Canada we call them pencil crayons, but I think you call them coloring pencils. Or, <laughs> um, that's just a funny quirky thing we have. Um, and so pencils are great because you can blend the colors, you have more of a variety of colors. It does take longer. Um, the quality of the pencils um, does matter a little more. Um, I find like the waxier ones are, um, aren't as bold, um, but the softer ones like the Prismacolors can be very expensive. So I, it's actually embarrassing how many coloring tools I now have. <laughs> um, but you know, I figure people want recommendations. I have to try them all. So that's my excuse. Mm -hmm. um, the interesting thing with, um, with this coloring book is that I know that the paper is going to be such good quality that um, those who are feeling adventurous can even use watercolor, mm -hmm. uh, which you wouldn't normally think, you know, with the, sort of the everyday coloring books, you wouldn't be able to do that. But um, this is going to be heavier paper and and watercolors are great because it's kind of the best of both worlds between markers and, and pencils. Uh, the thing that I haven't tried um, in a coloring book yet, but I have enjoyed in the past, is watercolor pencils, uh, which also is, you know, sort of in between uh, the others. And so there's, you know, there's so many different things you can use. Um, it should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Now, our local uh, Christian bookstore here did an event recently on recently on Bible journaling, and they had they taught people you know different artistic methods. And um, mm -hmm. uh, have you ever done any kind of event like that with coloring? And do you have any tips for <clears throat> people who might want to do that as like an outreach event for their church? 
Well, actually, my first real event will be on May 7th, which is when I'm having sort of a book launch and coloring party in my neighborhood here in Montreal. Uh, so I haven't I haven't done something like that on a large scale. I mean, I've gotten together with my nieces or, or friends and just, you know, we just brought all our markers and, and pencils together and, and enjoyed that. So, um, but I will be putting together some tip sheets and things like that um, that will be available on, on my website um, after the book comes out. Uh, so I don't have a lot of advice at this point, but, um, you know, I think it, it can be pretty simple. I, you know, I don't think it's something that you need to really overthink. Just bring your coloring books, bring your favorite uh, tools. Uh, if it's something you want to do with a church group or in your community, um, you know, it's not the kind of thing that I think needs a lot of preparation. It's just, you know, bringing the books, bringing the coloring tools, having a place to do it, and uh, and then just enjoying it. And I think, you know, one of the most important things that I keep trying to tell people who say, well, I'm not very good at coloring, I'm not very artistic, um, I really try to emphasize that the main goal is really to just have fun, um, to, you know, to use the opportunity to express yourself creatively. You don't need to put your colored, your finished page on Instagram or anything like that. It's just for you to enjoy. I mean, you know, I, I think that there are people who are very artistic and who want to really make the commitment and, and create a masterpiece out of their page. And that's great, you know, uh, and then maybe share those pictures. But I don't think that everyone needs to do that. I think that coloring can be a very private activity. Uh, it's just something for you to you know, to take that time to slow down and enjoy. And it could just be between you and God. No one has to see what you did. As long as you're enjoying it, uh, I think that's good enough, you know. Um, so I I think that's important to emphasize because some people do feel a little intimidated and, you know, don't want to buy a coloring book because they think they're not good enough. Um, and I would say, you know, don't even think about that. Mm -hmm. Just, mm -hmm. Just do it for the sheer enjoyment. Just pretend you're five years old again. And, you know, little kids don't care how how the page turns out. They just do it for the fun of it. Um, and it would be nice if we could go back to those kinds of things where we just do things to enjoy them and not, you know, without the pressure of competing with others or comparing ourselves with others. And, and I do that, you know, and I have to sort of stop myself. You know, I go on Instagram and I see other illustrators and people who did calligraphy and it's easy to get caught up in that but thank you what is the best way for people to keep track of what you're doing and maybe connect with you online well i do have a facebook page um so if they go to facebook and look up um just look up my name and margaret have second um the actual facebook uh thing is n.hefsepian.author i think um as far as a coloring book goes i think probably what's going to end up being easiest is uh i've created a hashtag uh restore my soul devo okay uh, because restore my soul alone will bring up a lot of other things but nobody else is using restore my soul Devo, <laughs> and and it may be you know it may be difficult to find with my name just because you know Margaret and Margaret is spelled a little differently have sepians not the easiest spelling to remember um, so if they're using Instagram uh, I think restore my soul Devo is probably the easiest thing okay. um, otherwise just my website is anhefsepian.com and I have links to all my social media there so. mm -hmm. great we'll put a link to your website in the 
show notes for this podcast. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview. It's been great. I think you really um, got to the heart of uh, what this book is about. So we're, we're excited. Okay, great. Well, thanks for the opportunity. But we, again, so appreciate you, and margaret and we're blessed by your book already. I'm actually ordering um, two today for friends. So, Oh, cool. Thank you. Well, I... I don't know when my books, my copies are going to ship, be shipped out, but I'm just really looking forward to getting my copies. And once again, the book is Restore My Soul. You can check it out at Tyndale.com or wherever books are sold. And if you follow Tyndale on social media, you'll be seeing plenty of sample pages and maybe a couple of free downloads. So thanks again for listening.